Hey, Joey. How are you? Avery, how you doing? I'm good. How are you today? It's Friday. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. So, I mean, our even our website and even Ideas on Agency and all of that, but we basically have this whole marketing plan set around our website and it's been really, really successful for us. So I'll write content for the blog and everything too. And sometimes it just gets so insurance-y. And so suddenly, like all your stuff, like it does have an insurance tie-in, but it's stuff that's relative. Like it doesn't say the word insurance, but it still speaks to insurance. And that's the key, people wanting to read anything about insurance. A website being successful just stop it that's crazy that's my good friend avery moore in piedmont oklahoma at eci insurance talking about her website and it's actually working but she's have happened what happens to everybody at some point after they start creating content and that is well hey i'm talking about insurance so much it's too dare i say insurancy that's crazy right of course, it's a natural reaction because we talk about it all the time and we think, man, this is like the worst thing in the world and why would anybody want to willingly spend their time to subject themselves to listening to somebody talk about insurance, let alone you because then you start thinking like you're not good enough to talk. Anyways, a whole bunch of self-confidence issues around who you are and the thing that you do, which is very natural, so don't worry about it. But this is a very common thing that happens and to answer the first question, no, it's probably never too insurancy, because what we oftentimes forget is that we don't have that problem right now. We don't have it immediately right now. It's not something that is like the most confusing, overwhelming, what am I going to do with my life if I don't sort this thing out problem, because we do it every day. And we sometimes forget that because we're so removed from it. And the challenge becomes how do we continue to remind ourselves that that is what we're doing every single time somebody finds a piece of content from us is we are solving that problem that immediate thing that has has them kind of hitting the panic button reaching for the brown paper bag and that's what most of your content does that's the challenge that's the thing that you have to overcome when you really get into it avery's you know well into this and i i think avery's been blogging for quite some time i'm i can't even remember actually i think i think it it goes back at least six or seven years, if I remember correctly, but been doing it for a long time. But as somebody that has been doing it forever and forever, it feels like, you know, what am I going to do next? How do I not continue to talk about the same thing that feels you know, boring to me? That's where it becomes, well, maybe there's something else. Maybe there is another level, a different kind of gear, if you will, that you can maybe shift to kind of dabble. This is Maybe not the most practical advice, and I don't know if it's necessarily going to work, but it's definitely something that I'm playing with a little bit. And the question becomes, can you make it about emotion and passion? Well, it's much bigger picture. It's the driving force behind everything. For us, like, obviously we're doing clients too, but we're, I mean, we're getting hits with people. And so our, our whole thing is how do we get clicks, which I know that's all yours. And so we want, we want people just to keep doing it. And so, like, even doing stuff that's relative, like, like, I don't even know, like, you did one on, like, superpowers, like, can it, can it affect everything you're doing? And it was so, like, it suddenly invokes, like, passion within what you're doing. And, 
and there's not a lot of people who are passionate about insurance, so it's a breath of fresh air. But <laughs> All right. First, let's just, I mean, let's throw out the warning signs here. This, I have no idea if this is good advice. So feel free to take the next however many minutes with a grain of salt, but we're going to give it a shot because this is an idea that I'm playing with that I don't know if it's an actual thing, but if it works, then you're welcome. You can say you heard it here first. The idea of kind of playing with emotions and passion and getting outside of just the the natural fact-based content that we're talking about and and getting away from that insurancy stuff. Is that a thing? Is it something you should be paying attention to? Is it something you should be focusing on? I don't know. I do know that um, you may or may not have noticed. I mean, some of the stuff that I try to put out on Agency Nation, I, I, I like to maybe try and hit a little, you know, tug on the heartstrings, if you will. Again, like Avery was saying, if I was a better podcast host, I'd remember the name of the episode that she was talking about. Something Superpower sounds about as much is about as good as I'm going to remember it. But yes, talking about the idea of of that love that you have for the thing that you're doing and how you kind of communicate that to the people you're trying to kind of serve and help. And there's a lot of emotion, there's a lot of passion behind that. And how do you how do you tell that story? How do you kind of get in there and get outside of the details of the policy and actually make it about something more? And it's been done, I think the problem, and where I at least have the problem from a insurance sale to consumer perspective is that it's been done bad so many times that it just feels like God awful to even actually do it halfway decent. And that's the challenge, right? How do you make it how do you make it authentic and genuine and actually emotional or passionate without it feeling like a lifetime movie? I don't know. That's the challenge because it all feels kind of like it's we've, we've heard it before. But back to the not so practical, I don't know if this is going to work advice. Uh, again, hitting those different kind of those different emotions, right? Uh, you know, for example, what we do here at Agency Nation, it's, I mean, it's not a bad thing for you to walk away occasionally feeling a little inspired, feeling a little bit uh, empowered about what you're doing and why you're doing it. And, uh, you know, to create that kind of feeling, it takes a, a certain kind of message outside of just us saying, well, if you uh, if you write this many blog posts and have this many keywords, uh, you're ultimately going to get 20,000 people to your website. Like that's just a fact-based sort of thing versus, listen, if you actually create this stuff, you're going to be making relationships with people on demand when it's convenient for them. And they're going to be building relationships without you being there. And you will be the hero, essentially. That's more of the emotional side of things. And how do you do that with insurance? And that's kind of what you know Avery and I were talking about. I don't know that, that there's a great answer. I don't know that I have a good answer because like I said, this is just something that is relatively new that I'm playing with here at Agency Nation. I don't talk about tons because I don't know that it necessarily works, but if you wanna come along on this journey with me, why not? Let's all, let's all do it together. It'll be fun, right? I think it'll be fun. Uh, but the challenge, and this is, I think, where we're all struggling, where it all maybe doesn't make sense is, okay, yes, we need information that is factual. Yes, maybe we need some information that is also emotional. But the bigger question is, how much of each do we actually need? So do you have an algorithm, like typically motivation versus content, let's say, like viable content, like these are steps to get you where you're going? Because usually whenever you're giving direction, that's not the feel good. You have to blend it with, with the emotion behind it. So, I mean, I don't know, are you yeah. doing like 50-50? Is it 70-70? Because depending on the person, 
Like if you're selling to an emotional person, then the emotion's going to get them and the analytical stuff of the daily process is going to like completely wear them out. Whereas if it's a very analytical person, the emotion is going to wear them out. So, and I know you're selling and trying to meet them in the middle. So are you doing a blend of both right in the middle? That's a good question, Avery. That's an answer I don't really have. And I don't have that answer because, like I said, I'm just kind of testing it myself. I guess if I were to try and guess right now, it would it would be pretty pathetic in that it's really just my own whimsical, emotional roller coaster that I might be experiencing. You know, maybe just the, the sun is shining, the flowers are blooming, and I'm just feeling in a good mood, and I want to pass that emotion on to you. That's kind of how it happens right now. I don't know that that's good. It's probably not. Um, I do think, I do think if you're going to tippy toe this line of emotion, I think the one thing that you have to do is you have to actually, uh, kind of be feeling it yourself, right? It has to be genuine. If you try to force it, if you try to fake it, if you try to manufacture it in any way, it's not going to work. It'll actually be like probably the biggest train wreck you've ever experienced and probably pretty horrific. And I don't want to see it. And you've probably maybe seen some of it before, maybe from us. I don't know. Hopefully not. Fingers crossed. Who knows? But it is something that is, uh, it is more of a, a high wire act than just, again, presenting the facts, leading with the, the straight information, the analytics, and, and kind of playing to that person. Um, if I had to take a guess, if you had to say, hey, Joey, like you're, you're going to get waterboarded if you don't give me a number, then I would definitely say something along the lines of maybe 70-30 feels right. You know, maybe 70% factual, 30% emotional. I could even be talked into 80-20. Uh, in some cases, depending on your overall ability to execute on that emotion, I might even say 90-10. Uh, in fact, maybe 90-10 to start. Let's just play it safe. You know, kind of put the kid gloves on, ease our way into it because they're really, I mean, let's be honest, there is no rush. So... You might as well just practice a little bit. Just dip your toe in the water. Just kind of toss it out there. What does that emotional piece of content look like? And I mean, it doesn't need to be like teddy bears and rainbows and unicorns frolicking. I mean, that's not like the thing that we're looking for. But it just could be you talking honestly about a thing that means a lot to you. It could just be you opening up to maybe an experience that you had that that would be very relatable to a possible scenario that goes along with insurance, talking about your situation. Maybe you had a claim, maybe you had a, a situation to where your insurance actually helped and that, you know, kind of being honest about that. Um, I don't know if this is right or not. I'm going to, I'm going to say Woody Brown's very first video that he ever did was about life insurance. And I want to say, I felt like, I felt like it, I, I could have cried at the end of it. Maybe, I don't know why. Maybe there was a story in there about how it was important to him. Maybe I'm making that up. Maybe Woody just makes me uh, joyfully tearful every time I see his face, but one of the two, I'm not sure. But the point is you have to be able to, so this is where I guess maybe we're, we're dealing with an entirely different layer here. So the initial kind of conversation is, Hey, do video, Hey, do content. Then this becomes a matter of, are you good enough or comfortable enough in that content, in that video to kind of allow yourself to open up and not and have it not be terribly awkward. I think, Maybe that's where we're at. And that's why, again, I don't recommend this lightly. I'm not saying that this is something that you should be doing right now. I'm not saying this is something that should be tried tomorrow. It's something that should just kind of be put off to the side, just kind of look at it every now and then, be like, hey, yeah, there's that thing that maybe one day I might try. And 
I'm not saying there's any sort of timeline for it to happen, but I, I would just I would just say get comfortable doing the thing first and don't try to throw too many things in the mix at once. If this is something you are just getting started with, then probably not something you should concern yourself with. However, maybe much like Avery's position, she's been blogging for several years, um, you know, probably more than several years, and there's a certain point of, I don't want to say boredom, that's probably a little strong, but there just becomes a certain point of repetition where I just need to challenge myself. What is next? I need something, uh, you know, something new. And if you've read anything that Avery has kind of written on Agency Nation, she definitely skews to the emotional side of things, talking about, you know, why she does what she does, the the kind of the the thing behind the thing, and and that's I think maybe maybe comes more naturally to people some than others. So I think maybe kind of just take stock of, of what you're good at, what you want to be good at. Maybe this is important, maybe it's not. But it's certainly something that is worth considering, worth trying, because you're going to open yourself up to, you know, a whole, you know, as Avery said, a whole different demographic of, of people that might relate better to this. Um, as long as you are supporting it you know, enough with factual information, uh, because otherwise it will become too dry. There won't be enough of a connection and... If there's one thing we do suffer from as a collective, it is just terribly sterile, like ridiculously boring insurance videos, and and I'm and I'm I've been advocating for like entertainment, but I mean I will settle for all emotion. If you think you can pull emotion off more than comedy, I'm gonna settle for that. So just something to think about. Just a whole bunch of really just bad advice. I think is what happened for the last 13 and a half minutes, but I think you'll get there. Maybe we'll get there together. Uh, emotional versus analytical. What is, you know, the right mix for you? The only way you're going to know is really to kind of test it out, figure out what you can can do, what you can accomplish. But the one thing is for sure, you can't be afraid to let somebody know how you feel about the thing that you love doing the most. Have you ever spent an amount of money on your kids that makes you think, I don't know if I care about them that much? But that's what I did when it came to headphones. I just, I was just, wait, or if you're listening to this by now, I'm actually probably hanging out at the uh, Alabama Young Agents Conference in Pensacola, Florida. I brought the family with me. Not sure if that's a good idea. We'll find out. And we're going to be making our way over to Disney World here shortly after. And I said to the wife, so we need new headphones for the kids for the trip. And, uh, and we've already, if you're like me, we've already gone through probably two or three pairs of like the $30 headphones. So... Um, I guess in overall, like kind of when it comes down to it, I may be saving money. But anyways, I put three pairs of headphones in my cart for Amazon and all of a sudden it's like $300 later. I'm like, just what happened? I don't know why I could spend $300 on headphones and be okay with it. I mean, let's be, let's be honest. I was like, the reason I did it, they're durable. They limit the volume, like protecting their hearing. That's probably an important thing that an parent should be you know, kind of concerned about. And I was just like, man, do I really care enough about their hearing? I think it'll come back. It'll be fine, right? Like, it'll be okay. I listened to, like, we all had, like, we barely even, like, Sony Walkman headphones were just, you stuck the speaker right in your ear. Nobody cared. I think we're all fine, right? Like, we can still hear. So, and all of a sudden, things are being limited. We're spending, like, $80 on headphones. And I just don't know what the world has come to. And I think I can still hear. Can you still hear? You're listening to this podcast, so you obviously can still hear. What's your thing? What, what do you think? Join me at agencynation.com. Are we just are we just really being too soft with these kids? Do we need to kind of just initiate a little physical damage every now and then? Give them a little obstacle to overcome. Just kind of give them something to work for in life. Uh, maybe. I don't know. That feels like child services might be in my door after this thing goes up. But we'll find out. Um, other than that, if you are looking to... 
I have zero segue. Uh, what <laughs> what I was gonna say is just basically a plug for Agency Nation University. Uh, head on over there, agencynation.com slash university, and check out stuff that will make you hear better in your agency. That makes no sense. But uh, yeah, I think it's worth worth taking a look at if you haven't checked it out. A lot of good stuff. Uh, a lot of good agents in the private Facebook group uh, listening to each other. There you go. And uh, you should head on over to agencynation.com slash university. <laughs>